We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with old man Andreas Hale and producer Cole, baby. Man, I really wish we had things to talk about this week. Man, right? Like you would think, really like, slow. Yeah, to rack my brain for an opening segment. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. These these, these are the weeks to make it tough. <laughs> No, no, so we're kidding. It's back. nuclear. <laughs> so good to be back. Yeah. The W W E is front and center. Because of Shanky. Shanky dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because of Shanky no. dancing. It's Wait. not because of SummerSlam. Well, but but Jeff Jarrett. Yo, how ripped is Jeff Jarrett though? He looks really good. He's not. <laughs> Poor Ric Flair. The juice. Oh shit, we gotta talk about Ric Flair. Yeah, we do. That. I almost forgot about Ric Flair. Hey, yo, we'll say that for the end. But I have my gra- my grandma light a candle for him. Pray, pray for the man. Like some, something like we we need yeah, we can, Rick oh to not boy. not pass away after this weekend. But so much wrestling coming up. We're going to talk SummerSlam preview the whole damn thing. We got to talk Raw specifically for the something I'll mention in a second. We also have AW with back to back big weeks. We have ROH that we have to recap. Plenty of talk about there. And then... Got a preview of SummerSlam? Yep. yep. Got a preview of that SummerSlam. SummerSlam. But starting out, mm. Vincent Kennedy McMahon retires. Yeah. Air quotes. Yeah, watching this quotes. on YouTube. Retires at the age of 73. On Friday, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, somewhat friend of the podcast, um, <laughs> named co-CEOs of the WWE, Triple H, Paul Levesque, named head of talent relations and head of creative. You said it would never happen. He hasn't taken over yet. Monday, they, they had a picture and, of him with the and, headset. And wait, wait, wait. He had the headset wait. on. And, and handshake yes. deal. I said, I, no. <laughs> Look, <laughs> this is the most, 
this is the most extreme case that this could have possibly ever happened. By right? hook or by crook, Dre? Yeah. <laughs> by hook look, or by crook? Look. I thought Vince had to die. Well, um, we could be close. <laughs> like, listen, I don't know man's health. Look, like, look people, it's not even that. People it's suffer not. from broken hearts. or some, A lot of people work. That's what I'm talking about. Constantly, and that keeps them going. Because there's so many, like, we've seen so many marriages where the spouse dies, and then the husband or wife pass away shortly thereafter. Yeah. They can't live without them. You lose, die from a broken heart. This is his spouse. This, yeah, him and Linda haven't lived together in years. Like, there's, there's nothing there, right? He cheated on Linda on WWE television. He doesn't care yeah, about her. Obviously. $14 million says their marriage isn't the greatest. Right yeah, now. but the fact that Vince has been forced to retire from the company that he helped build and every single day of his life has been pro wrestling and he has to take a step back, like retire, because depending on how this whole situation plays out, we don't know. Vince could sneak back in there, right? Uh, it's doubtful, but yeah. it's still his company. Got a lot of shares. <laughs> as long as, yeah. as long as you're a majority shareholder, shit gets dice. Now, if more stuff comes out and he has to sell oh. those shares. Oh, we're, we're not I'm, done. I'm going to be, be clear. very interested. Because, again, I think he's still the majority owner. Yeah. Let's, let's be clear. This isn't done. The reason why he retired is because he knows what's coming. Yes. So he tried to preemptively get ahead of it by saying, oh, Time for me to go. No, it's not. That's good booking, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. He's like, he booked himself out of the company. Yeah. In hopes of things to come back. But, man, what? Is this the biggest story in WWE history? Yes. Yeah. What's yes. I mean, WCW purchase was huge, right? Yes. The steroid scandal was huge, right? Um, steroid scandal was huge. By the way, he retires 35, or excuse me, 25 years to the day that he beat the steroid scandal. Walked out of the court, arm in arm with Linda, beat it. Don't have to pay anything. Company's not going bankrupt, which people right. feared. Celebration, giant smile on his face. 25 years to the day he retires from it. This is incredible. The, the, I mean, it's the biggest story because we thought, I mean, and we've sat here on this podcast saying it ourselves. The only way Vince McMahon stops running WWE is he falls over and dies. That's what I mean. That's, and that's like, that's what we were trending for until all this happened. So like the fact that something finally took him down, because again, himself down to be fair, what, what hasn't the dude survived? I mean, the steroid scandal, you who shall, shall not be named Chris Benoit, like yeah. all of two, that. Two quads or whatever it was. Two quad tears. WCW <laughs> trying to kill him. Yeah. The, there's so. AW. And the fact that, you know, this happens with no pomp or circumstance, right? Like, this is on just a random Friday at, you know, what? What it was like right before Smack. It was before SmackDown. Yeah. Yep. It's a couple hours before that. Stephanie went out there and cried. And thank you, Dad. And he's just like, oh, by the way, I'm retiring. And even in his press release, he he wrote it like a normal thing. It's like, and don't forget to tone into SmackDown. <laughs> SmackDown. That's all he knows, Cole. And, he, and, he, and I was like, I was just like, what? Like, that's all, that's for everyone who gets the pompous. Like, Undertaker got to go play life coach for about an hour and a half at the Hall of Fame, right? right. Vince McMahon is not going to get any of that. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's still time. It, yeah, if, if, if he, he remains with us for several more years and this news blows over enough in WWE time, he will get a ceremony of some sort. Yeah, of, of course. No, but 
One, would you be surprised if he ended every phone call with tune into SmackDown? No. <laughs> or just random phone calls, like on the daily. Maybe that's just his sign-off. Like, that's his goodbye. That's his signature? <laughs> that's it. Right? Like, it's on an auto, signature, auto signature. Like, turn on SmackDown. <laughs> Can we talk real quick about how, how, how extraordinarily petty Tony Khan is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the longest tenured CEO in pro wrestling? God like, damn, Tony. Yeah, Tony. It's the same thing as the, and you, and you sat in here in this room with him. It's the yes. same exact thing as the Dana White thing. Yeah. And he just like, New and Japan as he, guys looking at him though, like, oh yeah, I, yeah, that's true. I'm still here. As, <laughs> as he answered that question that you asked him, he had just the biggest shit eating grin on his face too. Like, yeah. he just like, he, he gets it. He, yeah. he, he knows how to play this game. I wish Brett would have went after him, though. Oh. Brett, Brett should have just tweeted a picture of him and Stephanie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie McMahon with the longest tenured CEO yeah. of pro wrestling. Just Brett. Yeah, Stephanie Brett Lauderdale. There. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to GC Dub. So, so here, here's the deal, right? Because we got to talk about the ramifications of his retirement. What exactly it means. Like, we had recorded our show right before the retirement yeah. last week. The retirement happens. I'm in California. I'm in San Diego. Real quick. This is how washed I am. Let me, tell, let me tell you guys how washed I am. So I decided to take the family to San Diego. I want to take my kids to SeaWorld. And, you know. Was it boring? I heard SeaWorld's boring. I mean, it's fine. Watching my daughter get excited was great, oh. right? So it's like I go visit my pops in Temecula. Go do some wine tastings. Go to San Diego. Now, as I'm booking my room, I'm like, why is this shit so expensive? I'm not even thinking. I'm like, why is everything so expensive in San Diego? Ah, well, book a room in Gaslamp District. Right in the heart of Gaslamp. It's really expensive. I don't give a shit. I was like, it'll be a Gaslamp. So I get there and I'm like, oh, it's Comic-Con. <laughs> you just see a bunch of people cosplaying. You're just like, I have covered Comic-Con for seven years. This is the first time I haven't co- covered Comic-Con since the pandemic. The first active Comic-Con that I missed. And I was sitting there like, holy shit, I'm washed up. Because I'm not watching Marvel panels and Black Panther Wakanda Forever Trail, which is incredible. I am watching. AW had a panel. Yeah, they did. Exactly. <laughs> it's like- I'm watching fucking Orcas. And dolphins jump around with yeah. my kids. I was like, I'm washed up. But the AEW panel happened, and Mega Ran had hit me. and was like, you coming to the panel? And I was like, what panel? <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm so washed up right now. Like, I have no idea what's going on. At any rate, obviously, we'll, we'll talk about AEW stuff. But this the, the fallout of this, because now we've got to see it take shape. Because if we would have done it on Friday, we wouldn't have known Triple H was head of creative. No. Like, we would just been just yelling, ah, shit. <laughs> right. Now we got some direction. Yes. Yeah. Triple H is head of creative. There are people that are saying that Nick Khan is about to take over the company. He's not. Nick Khan is not taking over no. this company. He has some more power. He has power, but it's the same kind of power he had before. Like, people are acting like because Vince is not there anymore, Nick's job has changed. He's still doing the same shit, basically. I would, I would argue it's a little different. Well, you don't have Vince. Yeah, so <laughs> now when it comes down to cutting people... Yeah, because it was still cost cutting measures, right? Like to, yeah. to higher and lower the bottom line. Like you wanted to make more money for the company, which they did by cutting some of these contracts that were ludicrous. Like they, they hoarded were. talent. Like you were just wasting money. Yeah. Now it's a little different, and we'll see how this goes going forth. Because you got to sign more people, or probably obviously sign younger, cheaper talent, and develop stars. So other people are going to be cut here and there. It'll be interesting if he cuts quote-unquote, the Triple H guys now. Because he cut all of them before. But then you're just like, well, Vince is okay with that. But now he's above Hunter. So 
if he's like, yo, Hunter, this guy got to go. Yo, Finn is out of here. Knock is out of here. Hunter just got to eat that because he yeah. does have more power now. Well, he had more power before. It was, it was the only power that, obviously, Vince is the only other person. They're, they're like two sides of the street, right? So now it's just Stephanie on the other side of the street with Nick. And Nick's job before was looking at the books and was like, is this guy on TV? No, cut him. Like, yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Why, why are you spending all this money on Mojo Raleigh? I keep picking on Mojo. Yeah, I can't help myself. <laughs> but it's like you're paying him, you know, whatever it is, half a million dollars to do nothing. Cut yeah. You cut people. But now it's like he's still doing the same thing. Now he's probably going to run it by 100. It's like, are they going to be used on television or not? What's more interesting to see is how this whole NIL thing happens with these, all these athletes that Vince's vision has already been brought in. And now Hunter's got to deal with it. Yeah. Because now, like we've talked about before, you got all this green talent. Like, dog, I just watched, I, I caught up on NXT 2.0. Boy. Wolf. Mm-hmm. And it's not even, like, I don't want to degrade the talent because there is some great Cameron Grimes, Carmelo Hayes. Even the people who aren't seasoned like that. Right. They, they have some diamonds in the rough down there. They do. They're some athlete, uh, the women, I could see, I can project some of the women. Yep. Even the twerker chick. The Nikita Lions chick. Eh. She's not great, but I can project those things, right? Last said, Legend is pretty bad. No, Last Legend isn't great. Not everyone's going to make it, right? But, no, it, yeah. Fair, fair, but, but Core Jade, Roxanne, like yeah, those are. There's some people to project. I mean, Mandy Rose's crew is great. That could work on the main roster now. Gigi Dolan is great. Oh, no. They, they, like, have, they yeah. have talent. Yeah. It being on network television is the problem. Well, if that yeah. was on the the WWE network, or if that was on Peacock, then we're cool. It's, but the fact that you parade that out, no, now you got to do high well, spots. Now you got to get people hurt. Like, yeah, it goes, it gets real complicated. But it's, the thing is, is this, this is my point. The thing is, is that Hunter's initiative was signing great workers, no matter what size. Yep. Like, they were just great workers. You can, you can, NXT was like, well, let's get them TV ready. Yep. They've been working this indie scene. Here's a hard cam. Here, here's where we got to be. That's what they were learning as indie yeah. wrestlers. Vince's vision was, I don't care if they have any talent, get that athlete. Yeah. Now, sometimes that works. Brock Lesnar, obviously. Hunter did some of that. that yeah, but I'm saying... That's we have the Street Profits. Right. You, you, you don't get a, a mix of both. Yeah, you don't get a guy that's with a ton of... But, but they, they went so heavy on one side. Yeah. And then you put all of them on TV, and the uh, Indy Hartwell last legend match was an absolute debacle. Oh, my God. And I know Hunter was sitting there like, oh, my God, like... What is this? Now you got to fix that. Because you're not, <laughs> you have to go to talk to Sean now. Yeah. Hey, Sean, fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right? Like, well, he, I'm doing what Bruce and Vince right. told me to do. Yeah, they exactly. came down here four months ago. Bruce, Vince, <laughs> and Kevin Dunn. Like, you are, you are, so you got to fix, there's like these things you have to fix now. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how it's going to shake out Shout because. Out to Sean Ross Sapp, though, who reported two weeks ago, before any of this happened. Right. Two weeks ago, WWE has, a tryout. Next tryout's coming. Yeah. Not, not the one Big E is judging with NIL kids. The next tryout is coming. They're inviting indie wrestlers. Said that two weeks ago. I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. You wanna, they're just trying you to talk find about a dude one. who's been busy the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm like, they're just trying to find one. <laughs> nope. This was coming. Well, so I, 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 mean, I, I think I we're going to see more of that mix back with Hunter. It's just now. How much trust do you have with those people? Well, yeah, that's you just don't know, right? Screwed over a lot of them. Because you, you, people love Hunter, right? Yeah. For the most part, most people that worked with Hunter would will say, I would have never got cut. 
if Hunter was running creative. Yeah. Right? I would have never mm-hmm. got cut. I would have at least been used. Right. If I was cut, at least. There, there, were, there's, there's already, like, reports of a lot of people saying, like, I wouldn't have left. Yeah, I mean, who's going to ask? Like, Some people might come back. Well. Gargano's still out there. It's possible, right? First call has to be to Sasha, by the way. You got to go to Sasha and Naomi and be like, yo. That's. We got to come to yeah, Nashville. Yeah. On some cloak shit. Be- before like, there was zero chance, there is a realistic chance. chance. Like, yeah. we got to sit down. That's a, that's a very good point. That, that got to be the first call. You got to hash that one out. Those two, maybe Bray, figure it out. And then go from there. Because there's some cachet in those people. Well, yeah. You start with Naomi and Sasha. Uh, yeah. Has, like, it, here, so here's the thing. So we go into SmackDown. Brock reportedly leaves. Right? Because <laughs> he's mad. Because there are Vince people. Yeah. Brock is one of them. Yep. Because how else would Brock would make all this money if it was so little yep. work, right? Now, look, let's be clear. Vince is a genius in some ways, right? Yes. The, there's some things that Vince has done has been absolutely incredible. Roman Reigns' character now is incredible. It took him he's a long still, time to figure it out. But he still has a stroke yeah. of genius. There, there are times where Vince comes up with something that's like, this is amazing. Yep. And the, his company's been built around that. Now, obviously, we've all said the same thing. The old man's getting seen now. Some of this shit is just yeah, really So maybe we'll have some continuity with Hunter. But I always wonder, like, Vince, can Vince really sit at home and just watch? Or will he be in, like, some unmarked van with, like, the, the Fed's headsets on? It was like, all right, try theory out there. I'm from Gorilla 2. Gorilla 2. <laughs> now, that, that is a great question because now, let's just assume no. Because right. we've all worked and been passionate and stuff. Like, like, it's hard to just take a complete step back when you have people in it still. You may reach the impasse where you got to look at this and be like, yo, there's a mole in the building. Because as hunky-dory as you want to make it seem sometimes, if there's a new boss in which there's Hunter and there's still Vince guys at the table, they might be talking to Vince, cutting Hunter's feet out from under him, right? Like, how long do the Vince people still there last because you're not going to stop talking to a friend above all? So, like, Kevin, like, all right, so Dunn's in the truck. Like, yo, what is with this million camera cuts? Well, uh, and then he goes and Pillow talks to Vince, and they're conspiring. All this. like, how long do you last? I, don't know. I think Bruce can adjust, maybe, but still, are you too close to the situation? I've got a million dollar question for both of you: Is Stephanie a man, a Vince person, or a Hunter person? Who is she siding with? In this? Stephanie McMahon is Vince McMahon's daughter through and through. She's a self. Preservationist. Vince was for quite some time his father's guy. He bought it, still did commentary, still did a lot of stuff his father told him to. When it came down to elevating the business, when he was in charge, he was a Vince guy. She learned from Vince. She does what's best for business. That character was not a gimmick. She's about her. They now all have to be Stephanie McMahon people. So Trips has to be a Stephanie McMahon guy. She would sell him out if it meant for the good of the company. What is the good of the she, company? She said thank you to her father. Oh, yeah. oh, Dad, we miss you. But she just took a hiatus because she wanted, no, no, no. 
what? He's out of here? I'm back. Because the company is their family. Shoot. Dad, thank you for everything you did. Get the hell out of here. This is mine. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's, I don't sure. think it's to get the hell out of here. Everyone. I think, if I Trips think wilds out and it sucks, Trips is gone. She might bring Shane back. Well, She might. Shane, Shane ain't coming back. Regard, Shane. Listen, <laughs> I'm never Shane. saying never with this family. You never say never, but Shane ain't coming back. No, like, I, a nephew can come? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But she would do whatever it takes to keep this in that direct bloodline. But, but that's not what I'm even saying. her mother. Like, her mo- well, yo, mom, you married into this. Chill. Wow. No, our direct bloodline, we keeping it here. She don't care. And Trips ain't in that direct bloodline. You a spouse, my man. You are disposable. So, Cole, I'm going to ask the same question to you. I'm going to preface it with this off of what Kel said. I don't think Stephanie is a self-preservationist. I think Stephanie's daddy's girl. And the company will, in some, like, if, it come, if push came to self, she's going to choose her father over Hunter. And I, I think you're, here's where you're right, is that I think as much as we love Triple H and everybody loves Triple H, if Stephanie, I don't know if Stephanie sees that vision. You got to remember, Stephanie ran SmackDown. Stephanie ran creative. I don't know if she sees things the way that Triple H sees things. Maybe she does. But if daddy calls, it's like, Steph, what are you doing? What are you doing to my company? I don't know if she's going to buck that. I think that that is a very interesting power struggle between your your wife and your and your father. Because if it wasn't for dad, there'd be no WWE. Now you also have to acknowledge he might be a little senile and crazy and can't maybe he's not running the business right. But that promo that started SmackDown, it felt felt gross to me because it was like, dude, he's paying women off that he's sexually harassed. Yeah. But it also signals like, well, that's always gonna be daddy's little girl. Like I hate to say this, but if your daughter went out there and murdered somebody, she's still your kid. Yeah. God right? You still love your daughter. Yeah. You don't love that other person. Nah. It's like, oh, she shouldn't have done that, but that's my girl. So, Cole, is, is, is Stephanie, I mean, is Triple H, is, is Stephanie a Triple H person or a Vince person? This is some Godfather shit going on <laughs> it, it, in here. It's, it's watching succession. a lot of succession. It's, it is it succession. Is watching a lot of succession. Yes. Stephanie is Shiv. It is succession. <laughs> Holy shit. It's such, a, it's such a loaded question. I mean... I think I, I I run into the same same boat that that you do, Kel. I think I think Stephanie has at at this point she's done enough in in her career in in WWE that she's kind of become her own entity, and she really is truly a blend of both. I I, I truly believe that. Where I think I think she wouldn't be back here doing this and. Triple H being put at head of creative, like that's a Stephanie McMahon decision as well. Like Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon are, are making that call yeah. because they could have, they could have picked anyone else, right? They could have gone Bruce stay. They could have gone Sean, take your NXT thing and come up here. God, God forbid. Paul Heyman. <clears throat> Paul Heyman. Right. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of people, but they, they, you know, they put trips in charge and, and I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of reports now come and this is going to be prepare yourself for the next like several weeks. It's just going to be all reports of all the dust that's been piling up on Vince McMahon behind the scenes. Cause already we're getting, you know, again, SRS pray for that man. That man's been the busiest <laughs> that man's phones probably never, has never stopped beeping since this news has happened. But you know, they, they were reporting that, um, 
you know, like they had to adjust their notes for like whatever Vince was telling them, like creatively and be like, you had to, you had to be able to like speak the Vince language and filter him was the word, was the word filter. So they know the mental state and the state of mind in general of Vince McMahon and knew that like, I think everybody's been waiting for this moment to happen, but they also can't say no to him. Right. Yeah. He had to do this himself again. Hey, how are like, why? Like this is an investigation that's been going on. Why didn't it happen sooner? Why didn't it leak out sooner? You know, like if someone wanted to take him down earlier, I'm sure someone could have tried for it. I mean, that's succession. It, like what a what again, like right? I timing, got some deep theory. Timing, <laughs> timing is everything. And is. we're not going to get the full picture until way further down the road. But I think in the essence of where WWE is going, Stephanie McMahon is a Paul Ovec, Triple H, uh, a Triple H guy. And I think it's important here to, to take into account here that this is just, as far as, obviously it's, it's Paul who's leading creative. Yeah. He is now behind the camera. He's obviously, he had the heart issue. Yeah. He's probably not going to be an on-camera character, at least for the foreseeable future, maybe in a year that changes. I mean, he'll you know. show up. He'll show up, but it'll be like, but it'll be like more like kind of what he did at WrestleMania. Yeah, they brought yeah. him out there. He did the little water spit and was like, WrestleMania, That's you it. know, like great. Are, and, yeah. Well, WWE. Yeah, exactly. He's, he'll do like, he'll do like the, the, the coach speak. Right. But for the character of Hunter Hearst Helmsley, this is fucking poetic. It really is like his whole character arc of him. Like, weaseling his way to the top. He marries Stephanie McMahon. Did it again. He's, he's <laughs> like, he's DX, he's anti-corporate and then he's all corporate. And then he is, you know, the head of the, the corporate who is taking down Daniel Bryan. Like he's, he struggles with this power because he sees himself as the best, but nobody else does. And now he's leading creative. It's fucking poetic. Pro wrestling's great. Pro wrestling's nuts. Still not the best. He's still... In, but in he the, thinks the he's the con, best, Kel. That's con, what matters. That's he his now character. Works for his wife, <laughs> and that's so. When you ask the question, is she a Triple H? No, because he works for her. Right. She never has to be. It's crazy. He is still not all the power, and that's what we. It's the biggest thing we learned from NXT. You built something incredible. The universe, universally love this. You don't got shit if they want to take it from you tomorrow. Yep. And now all this power, creative, SmackDown, Raw, all this stuff, that's great. If your wife wants to take this shit tomorrow, you got nothing. He works for her. She does not work. She doesn't have to be a Triple H. And, but also we don't. We, She's we don't, great though. She's throwing them a bone. You know, again, like Vin, Vince's, <laughs> you know, Vince's thing was always so hands-on, right? His, his, whole, yep. his whole persona was to be hands-on with every process of WWE to the point where he was always sitting in gorilla for everything, even at this age. Like what are Stephanie McMahon's aspirations as far as that? Is she someone who wants to lead creative? Probably not. Right? No. Like we I don't feel like she's done everything. She's done everything. So now she can be like, she can, no. she can if she wants to, yeah. but does she really want to? Right? So, and that's what we're going to, we're going to learn this very quickly. What the aspirations of, Everyone is right. Triple what is H Nick, might be like, what Johnny is, Gargano is yeah. headlining WrestleMania, and Stephanie would be like, "Get the fuck out of here." Um, <laughs> excuse me. Like, Trips just no. goes, "I don't give a shit." 
Give me Adam Cole. <laughs> Call so, Adam Cole. So there's, I, I think there's still a box he has to operate in. Yes. And, of course and there she is. she controls that box with daddy's mind frame. You can, he will help the tag team division tremendously. He'll help the mid card tremendously. He built both of those great in NXT. He lived there himself for quite some time. Yeah. He understands that. At the top of the main card, I think she's still like, um, yeah, so. Theory's great. Yeah, you like Finn Balor. Yeah, we have these other people. Yeah, it's going to be Rock versus Roman. And he's like, no, well, it's better if, if we get this person to take um, Rock versus Roman. And he's just like, all right, babe. And then that's it. Shut the hell up and go do your job. I got an interesting name to bring up here. This is my favorite one. Cody Rhodes. Yes. Cody Rhodes. This is, it's a fascinating thing. Like what? What do we? <laughs> he literally took a sledgehammer to the throne in AEW and then signed with this whole vision with that clearly he and Vince would have talked through, and now Trips is there and like they've reportedly like you know they've talked and you know sure they did. I mean again they're both professionals. I I don't Triple H is a guy that to me like would see that and like now that the dust has settled and like emotions are out of it he probably respects Cody for what he did. As far as like, probably standing up. Does he thing. like him? Yeah. I don't know. I drove a That's... tank to WCW. I, I get what you. Yeah. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, there's, there's, there's definitely going to be a mutual respect there. Of like, all right, Cody, you, you went and did a thing, like, and you went for it. I got another more respect for you. Does he like him? Probably not. I don't know. Right. Like, how, how, how much water under that bridge is there? I don't know. I doubt they're going to dinners. Like, right. breaking bread. They're over. not best friends. No. But also, like. Cody signed on this deal for for one like we know where his where where he needs to get to eventually. Cody's a made champion. man. Like that's also trips could be headed create. It, you can't justify Cody coming back and not pushing him to the moon. Correct. Like then you'd be bad for business. He comes then out. He, I mean that whenever I would assume he comes out for Rumble, yeah. that pop is going to be. Yeah. Crazy. You can't run this emotionally. No. Nope. No. Like you you're, can't. You're, you're locked in. Now, years from now, maybe you give him a shitty first title run, you pull him off, and then, <laughs> then, he, then he might have something to like push him back to the mid card. But like this year, this year you're stuck. If Rock doesn't come back, we, we know what we're getting. Yeah. So here's the next question. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Cole, do you watch Succession? Uh, I've 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 not all the way caught up, but yes, I've watched Succession. So we know how the Roy family runs, right? Yeah. Right. Roy family yeah. is a mess. Yeah. So here's a question. With everything that's happened, it seems like everybody's conveniently fallen into a certain place. Uh-huh. Right? Triple H has fallen into creative. Stephanie's co-CEO after leaving and coming back. Nikon is there. Who leaked this information? Did it come from the inside? Oh, hands down. Hands down. That means somebody stabbed Vince in the back. Yeah. Somebody, you know it. Somebody close to him. You know it. Because it's, let's, let's just be clear. The way that this is all played out, it just it kind of came out of nowhere the day that it happened. Yep. The first report. Now, Hunter was out of the picture. Stephanie had just left. Like, everybody keeps showing the Mortal Kombat Nick Khan thing. Coincidence? <laughs> my, my thing is coincidence that she randomly says, I need a break. That Trips is gone for a long time, then gets healthy after the heart thing and never comes back. And doesn't go back to NXT or anything. And then you look around. I, I ask you this. How about this? If Trips were playing hypotheticals, mm-hmm. doesn't have the heart problem, 
doesn't get stripped of his NXT power, they don't go from NXT to 2.0. You think this comes out? All okay. the Vince stuff. This I don't know. Like this, this is a real question because think about you have to also have to think about this. Everybody that Hunter had around him is also gone. Everybody. Regal's gone. Everybody's gone. This is the problem, too. And a lot of people have been in this business for so long. A lot of people know shit. Of course they do. Everybody knows what the bodies are buried. Very small. Very small community back there, right? I'm not blaming Nick Khan for anything. Zero. But he comes and he looks at the books. He don't know nobody from Adam. We got to cut this person. We got to cut this person. Not just wrestlers. Right. You're cutting workers and producers and all this. You start cutting people. How many people have gone on Renee's show and just talked openly about their time in the WWE? Quite a few. Imagine the people talking in the background. Oh, of course. Not even wrestlers. Everybody. Everybody in the background talking now that you're not feeding them after 20 years. WWE Studios got shut, shut down. That, like they could, Any of them could have talked. So many people now to roll on you. Because it was a pandemic, people needed money more than anything. Easy for them to for you for them to feel like, oh, you turned your back on us. Oh, you left us out there hanging, Vince. False promises. Oh, there's a lot of motive, a lot of motive for not only just one person, plenty of people, plenty of people to roll on. Because you need two sources. When when you've been around, when you've been around for what forty plus years in this bit, how do you not? How do you not have dirt with everybody? Everybody, everybody. Yeah, and I'm, Vince is Vince. I'm gonna, throw, Vince. I'm gonna throw a name out there for you just for Uh-oh. succession WWE season five. What if Linda McMahon did this? Interesting. That's a plot twist. Right. I'm just saying the succession, right? I'm it not all, saying it all, it, it all goes back. What WrestleMania was that? 17. It all goes back to 17. I know like like you don't even have to name this story. I know it's 17. It's a Trish Stratus story. <laughs> yeah. It's like you cheated on me on television. Yep. You tongue down. If, it's funny. I was listening on my drive back from uh, San Diego this morning. I've been up since 3 since three a.m. <laughs> I listened to the Grilling JR podcast for WrestleMania 17 because I, I was like trying to catch up on it. And there's a part where Jim Ross talks about how Vince like incredulously was like, I'm kissing Trish Stratus in this. I'm kissing Trish Stratus. And he would like laugh. And Jim Ross was like, I, if you're the boss, I guess you got to do what you got to do. And Trish just kind of had to play ball. So there was nothing else he could do. Obviously, JR's not referencing what's going on right now because this was recorded in 2021. Yeah. But when you listen to it now, you're like, oh, shit. Like, everybody saw it. Yeah. They right? just horned up. Yeah. He was just like, hey. <laughs> he was bending her over. Like, he was doing, like, her, you got to go through these names. Her, Stacey Keebler. Yeah. He has yep. a type. Tori Wilson. Yes. Uh, yep. Ashley Morero. Um, Maria Canellis. Um, and you go through those, 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 that glut of, of divas that were there at the time from like WrestleMania 17 and you fast forward to like 25 when they were still divas and you go, well, everybody knew Vince was a creep. Oh, super. Oh creep. yeah. Just who, who was the one that, that threw the flag? That's why I said Linda. Cause I was like, maybe Linda just Hidden got fed up with me. I, my wife asked me this yesterday. She was like, oh, so like, you know, it's 14 million payoffs to women that he had to pay off. Obviously that's on the books. Like. Yeah. At this point, like, can They signed then, NDAs, but it's on the book. Yeah, like, now it's open. Paper we know trail. why he paid this. So, clearly, he was cheating on her. So, she was like, oh, so she's going to divorce him and leave him? <clears throat> and to play into your thing, no. Because why would you divorce him and leave him while 
a lot of the assets, technically, are still liquid assets. Like, how much money are you getting from him? Now, if you do leak all that info, that's to retire. That's to sell all his stocks because he's forced out. You can't have that man on the board. You can't have that man owning stocks. Now you got to sell all that. Now all of that is in his person. Now if you want to divorce him, you get half of a lot more. Right. So there is a plot under there. This is, when I tell (laughs) you this is is succession (laughs) with the Roy family, like it's Logan, Shiv, Tom, like Triple H is Tom. (laughs) Triple H, like it's weird, right? Like Tom is Shiv's husband. For those who watch succession, I'm sorry. You need to go watch it. But Tom realizes very quickly, oh, I really have no power. Nah. Yeah. Like it's all about Shiv. Yeah. And even though Shiv like plays both sides, like everything that Shiv does, Tom is just Tom. Tom just wants, Tom just wants Logan's approval, and he can't get it. And now, as we enter this next season, for those of you who don't watch, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But now it's like, the, Daddy turned the tape, the apple cart open yeah. in the season finale of four. And you, you were like, oh shit. <laughs> That's why it's like you wonder, like, where did this info come from? What does it all mean? Obviously. For fans who just watch and don't give a shit about the business part, because people listen to this podcast like, get to the creative. I don't care about this business stuff. Yes, it's going to take about six months for us to see this all play out. Yeah. Like, how, how is creative really going to change? Yes. How's NXT really going to change? Who's going to get a push? Who's not? Like, what does this all mean? How is TV? I, I've certain the TV 14, I've heard the reports aren't necessarily true. We don't know exactly what's going on, yeah. but people that are waking up and going, I could watch Raw again tomorrow? Like, yeah. Th- it was slightly there, better. There, this there was a lot of there was a lot of buzz for um, this week's Monday Night Raw. Like at the end of the day, like the changes that are going to be immediate are going to be so minor. It's going to be little things here and there. It helped a ton, especially because yeah. of the timing of this, in which we are about to go into, as you said, the second biggest pay per view of the year in SummerSlam. Yeah. So, you know what I didn't see this? There week? might be some small changes, but that's it. 24-7 title. No 24-7 title. I mean, it doesn't show up every week. So All right. Be back. I'm just, just saying. We like that, though. Yeah. There we, was. We hate to. Less of that, please. There was 30, somewhere online had it, 37 minutes of actual wrestling in the first hour. Yeah. And when there wasn't, it opened up with a brawl. It's pretty cool. Not bad for, like, Logan and Miss. And then Roman Reigns, clear and air, great promo, him and Paul Heyman. Oh. Incredible. Where you still Daddy's push, not here now. Yeah, Daddy's <laughs> not like perfect chant for New oh York City fans. So like Theory's still being prominently featured, even though he hasn't won a match. No, in like you get months. that briefcase oh. though, you're invincible. Yeah, you you job yeah. you just job every cash in. Like um, Seth did that his entire run. Yeah. Seth didn't win shit when it was with J and J Security. He lost constantly, but you you featured him prominently. Roman Reigns looked strong. You built everything else up, and then. Went into the first program and then had a one-on-one match turned into a tag team match that went three or two commercial breaks. So I three mean, that's, that's kind of normal though, right? Again, nope. They've opened up with 25 minutes of talking before. Well, no, no, no. I was saying like the match that turns into a tag match. Happens no, no, time. yeah, that happens all the time. That's a choice. Again, they can't, they can't build anything yeah. that quick. But I'm saying the amount of wrestling was substantial. Okay, cool. Now you have backstage segments. I counted four backstage segments. Not everything was in the ring. So now you're building matches backstage. So AJ Styles randomly runs into Ziggler. It's like, oh, you guys are a tag team. 
Nobody, nobody knows what, like, that it, shows, it's got to be very weird to be Ziggler right now. Because, <laughs> like, well, there. I just got brought back to do this weird thing with theory yeah, that yeah. nobody understands. No. And, like, Hunter could come in and be like, yeah, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I like, I hope AEW does this all the time. When they see, when something stinks, you just say, like, fuck drop it. it. <laughs> like, just the next it. week, you'll be like, what happened to for, him? For the, for the most part, they let some things go Oh, some things cook a little bit too long. Yeah. yeah. The Nightmare Family was around for, oh my God. Way too long. The, yeah, the, the TNT title just yeah. thing with Sammy. Yeah. Like, that it's like, the Ziggler thing is like, I just wonder if like, Hunter just walks in and was like, yeah, I don't like this. Yeah. Do I have to let it play out? <laughs> like, do I? Have- I think he does. That's the thing. He, <laughs> he doesn't. Just, he doesn't. He does. unless, unless Stephanie's like, well, daddy said, you know. Yeah. I, I think the blueprint is laid through Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, yo, you can't come in and just change I, everything. <laughs> like, Well, here, like, I will say with some caveats, I think there's there might be some finishes that might be changed based oh, off yeah, of like yeah, where yeah. they're going now. But like, they're not going to change any like matches or anything like no. that. And like even Raw and SmackDown, like they're go home shows. You're pretty locked into what's going to happen. Can you right? imagine if like Triple H just gets in there and he's just like, "What the fuck is Champa doing with the Miz? Let's get this, let's get this thing out of here. Come on, Champa, let's go." That was a promo though. This one. I mean, oh, he's got to be fired up. Oh, he has to be rejuvenated. Like, people that weren't used, like yeah. we haven't seen Apollo Cruz. He's been in NXT. For uh, Ali. Yeah. Well, we don't. Again, we don't know. We just it's don't be know. Fascinating to watch. And I say this to you. We say this every year. Bring back the cruiserweights. The time, right? The time between <laughs> the, the time between SummerSlam and Royal Rumble is the time to experiment. They do it every year. Kevin Owens won the Universal Title yep. between SummerSlam and Royal Rumble. You always there's all. I got to be a happy man. Him and Sami Zayn. Oh, they should be. Like Big E won the title in between SummerSlam. You can experiment with different champions. What, between Royal Rumble and SummerSlam is completely different. They go with what they know. Yeah. Which is like Roman Reigns. It's like this per Brock Lesnar. They only show up in that window. This is the perfect time for them to experiment. And the one pay-per-view that I'm curious about now is Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. How do you do it? It's like, it doesn't, like from what I've heard, Hunter was a fan of the brand split. And he hated that he never did it right. Yeah. So do you actually do a brand split? Because don't they do the draft? Yeah. Or the Superstar Shake-Up should be coming up soon? Yep. There's an opportunity to hit a hard reset on a lot of things. Just don't know if it's gonna happen. That's true. I, I'm honestly like, and we'll 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 talk SummerSlam here. I'm definitely excited to see what you know what that groundwork looks like. But that Monday after SummerSlam is like this week, whatever. That Monday after SummerSlam, it's like a Monday after Raw, it, yeah, is gonna be because that's that's the first. Now we that that is officially to me that's uncharted territory. Yeah. This week we're still finishing up. The rest of what Vince had planned. Like, All right, Brock. That's where, like, this is where you Get can put the pin. Like, you know, it's like this is this is point A, and off we go to point B. Let's go. Walter got to be happy as hell too. Walter looks great. Yeah, he looks IC great. And he's like, well, goddamn, what have I been doing? Like, <laughs> I, here's another question before we start getting all this summer slam stuff. Do they still change names moving forward? They got to change people back. I don't think they'll change people back because they've already trademarked those names. Uh, They're WWE property. But you got to be, again, I don't need him to be Pete Dunn. Can it be Butch Dunn? Like, <laughs> can, don't change names. Can people just get their first and or last names back? Austin. And it's also like, let Austin Theory. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Like, it's okay. Just give them the part that you took away back. I'm just, I'm very curious. Like, are we going to continue to change names? I, I, I don't, I don't see that continuing at all. I think, 
I think Triggs no, yeah. is totally fine no. with. No, no, I don't think anyone. I, get, I feel like they were doing that as a defense mechanism to that. That to me was a reaction to AEW. Well, no, it was a, it was intellectual property, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, but it's like overall, I own you. Yeah, and when they signed NXT, which is evident as we've th- seen things progress, like Vince just didn't pay attention. To what the fuck? Was yeah, he just saw somebody. Was like, who's that? He's like, I want him. Yeah, it's like, and and it, I saw these weird takes. It was like, oh, you guys hated Hunter's uh, Black and Gold NXT, and now you're happy. No, 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 it wasn't that. Here's what was happening. Basically, in a nutshell, you had the like you had the minor league team. That's how Vince looked at it. And then a major league team. And then somebody's really good. He's a pitcher. Strikes out like 10 batters. He had an ERA of sub two. And, and then Vince called. He's like, I want him. And he's like, well, he's in my starting rotation. Well, too bad. I want him. And Vince Taysom was like, you're playing first base. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> That's what was happening to Hunter. And Hunter was like, well, how can I build a team if you keep taking my best players yeah. and then misappropriating them? So now it's like it wasn't that we didn't that people didn't like it. They just didn't like the fact that you never knew who was going to disappear at any given moment, and that they were going to be ruined, right? And they were going to get ruined where they went. So I think Hunter now hopefully is a safe space. Was like, well, I don't have to worry about you leaving. Yeah. I can figure this out now. Hey, I don't have to like imagine where Keith Lee would be at. Yeah, if- it's going to be continuity because you're going to take the three years you spent building them in NXT. And rolling that directly over. So, no, I don't think people keep their names. No, no. I think Going it's, forward, it's business. Yeah, I, I think, again, Nick, if, Con, Nick Con is here. Nick Con is not dumb. Yeah. If we build you up, Adam Cole, baby, give you the dope entrance, and Adam Cole's doing the whole shit, and then you leave and you took it all with you, then we built a lot of that for you. Like, Aleister Black was super dope. Leaving and being Malachi Black, Takes a little of that away. That's 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 true. But what if you have faith in your product and those people won't leave because they're going to get the money anyways? That's not how the business is built. I'm yeah. just saying. People I'm just saying. But why? Go. But like, why did they leave? Right? Yeah. They I left. Mean, they left. They left because they didn't like working there. I, I think they they a lot a lot of them probably took less money. Not everyone can be the top guy in any company. No. And I think leaving, and and moving around helps that. Cody yeah. is a perfect example, right? Like, did wonders for him. I think Moxley is another great example. He was a top guy. He was a great champion. They didn't give him... He, he wasn't going to be Roman. He was playing first base and he was yeah. a pitcher. He wasn't going to be Roman. He wasn't going to be Seth. And he was like, I could be those guys and better. He went and he became that. Yep. So, now if he does come back, I'm not saying they will, but if he did, he comes back as that level of guy. Like, Cody came back eight steps ahead right. of where he was. And so it goes both ways. Uh And it's just tough when you let them leave with that name and then trust that they're going to come back. And then you don't want other people ruining your intellectual property. So it it comes down to like Drew Mac, Drew McIntyre, you left and then changed your name on the Indies, blew up and then came back. But if you went to the Indies and flamed out, then we just never bring you back. Like they're not ruining that name that we have. So when you come back, you're just... As good as you are when you left. It's a it's a total case by case basis, right? Yeah, like I don't, I don't. I mean, maybe if you have stupid longevity, if you're AJ Styles and you got thirty years, right? And you're just like, right. you know what? That's very very important and valuable to us. Samoa Joe, like you have thirty years of credibility. Oh God, you are going to keep CM Punk. <laughs> like you have so much under there that is worth a lot to us. Well, that's the. But day- if you're coming in on like a base level. Yeah. We're changing this whole shit around. Well, the, here's the thing, right? 
there aren't any, there aren't very many super indie talents left out there, right? There's yeah, a, everybody's signed. Everybody's kind of signed. They're, they have some allegiance somewhere. Yeah. We'll talk about Gresham and his whole situation in a minute. Yeah, boy. But the WWE, the, the reason, part, the other part of the reason of signing these, these athletes was that we're, we're creating you. You have, yeah. no, you have no identity on the indies, right? So whatever you are is what we made, and we own it, and you're going to sign that over because you don't care. Yeah. But if I'm AJ, yeah, if I'm AJ Styles and I come over and I want to, you want to sign AJ Styles or Cody Rhodes, which is like a legacy name, they're going to say, well, we want to own that. And Cody's going to be like, I'm good. Yep. And you have to make a decision if you're Nick Khan. It's like, well, what's, you know, is it worth allowing him? Is there some kind of split we can do on the IP rights? Like whatever it is that we sell within the company or like when you, you take your name, you can't work with it somewhere else. It's complicated, but it's a lot easier with these athletes. That you, you fucking jump the hurdles. You're, you're mishmash. That's your name. Yeah, I think we're gonna get less shitty names, like out of NXT, probably yeah, in main uh, roster. Like, let's how not about that? let's not hold our breath yet. Let's yeah, uh, we're gonna have to wait. So, yeah. <laughs> people complain when Prince Devitt went to Finn Balor, and then it worked. Yeah, I mean, right? Was- like, like they let Knock keep his name. It was Shinsuke Nakamura, which is great. Um, but other people where they did change the name, like Tommy End. Was a dope name. Yeah. Alistair Black was really fucking cool. Yeah. Right? So Andrade, Sienna Almas, worked. Now he left and went to Andrade. You know like, who didn't work? Hideo Tommy. No. That was, was all like, bad. come on, man. That's Kenta. Again, Legacy Act. Exactly. <laughs> he, he had too much. Come on, man. Yeah, he had too doing? much. And then they changed and figured out they fucked him up. But outside of that, they did pretty well for people in the naming in NXT. I think we're going to see less Butch. Oh my god! Like That's, what? Yeah. Like that—that would have never. Like we're not getting that. Yeah, and like if you think like the the naming damage is bad at the main level, the NXT name changes are. Oof. I mean, they're 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 oh. here to stay because they literally changed everybody's name. Yeah, like so. Carmelo Hayes is a dope name. Like if they let you, if for some reason you pick the dope name out of the hat, you're lucky as hell. I mean, maybe just go ahead and just just put just just. Be transparent with us and just change Braun Breaker to Steiner. Just, just do it, like, please, please, God. <laughs> For all my freaks out there, he wore the he wore the Steiner. He does it every like, time. He wears a singlet. Like they make oh reference to Rick God. Steiner. It was like, and it's funny. I interviewed Braun Breaker, who was a terrible interviewer by the way, because he's brand new to this. He's still yeah. learning. But he was like, "Yeah, I want to make my own identity." And I was like, "We all know you're the Steiner kid, right?" <laughs> like, we he can't just wore the that. stars and his stripes. Oh no, way. Steiner has a mic. It's it like, still applies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a whole other story. Anyway, <laughs> uncharted waters, though. Uncharted. We've yes. talked a lot about Vince. What, what? Let's hit a quick break, yes. then. Come back. Preview SummerSlam. I mean, fuck it. Whatever predictions we thought, now we just got to rip them up because, like, it's going to be crazy. So we're going to talk about SummerSlam. I'm excited. Real quick, and then finish all of this up with AEW and ROH. All right, everyone, we are back just that quick. Time to actually talk about the card that is happening this weekend. WWE, SummerSlam, it feels weird. They didn't, ju- they didn't just stop wrestling. They just, like, wrestling is over now. Well, listen, where it's, is it? The- it's it. AEW also shut down. Uh, it's just like, it's over. SummerSlam's in July. We just had money in the bank. It's like Vince knew the end was coming. He was like, yo, I need to get all my <laughs> shit in. Like, but every big pay-per-view. SummerSlam in July. That's it. 
Royal Rumble, August. <laughs> like, he just start booking shit on the fly. <laughs> like, he just knew. Like, nah, I got to gotta lock all this in. So, now we have SummerSlam, end of July. A lot of matches on this card. We have nine. Don't know what the hell's on a pre-show. Didn't know half of these existed. So, we're going to go down and talk about all these matches. Probably Where do we start? Probably going to put Mad Cat Moss or something. Um, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. I actually think this is going to be a fun match. Oh, yeah. Pat McAfee's pretty good. Yeah. Pat McAfee's really good. He had a good promo on, on Friday. Yeah. Um, you know, Happy Corbin, I just wish he turned to, you know, Desperate Corbin again. That was the most fun Corbin. That was the most. But McAfee's going over here. I think McAfee goes over. No, Corbin needs this. Corbin needs it. McAfee has to eat the end of days. Like, no. When Corbin's we, going over. You're picking Corbin. I'm picking McAfee. I... Boy, are we already starting here? Am I already going to... Tiebreaker. It's <laughs> it's a... No, no. It's Pat McAfee and Happy Corbin. I shouldn't really think this hard about, like, what's going on here. But immediately my brain went, well, Vince isn't there now. So now who goes over? And it's like, like, Vince there, Pat easily goes over. Right? Like, that's... You would think. That's what I would think. I still would pick, pick Pat McAfee because Pat is so over with the crowd. I mean... Yeah. We were there at Money in the Bank when just random Pat chants would just start during the middle of whoever. It didn't matter who was in the ring. Um, showed up at uh, UFC with a neck brace. <laughs> showed up at UFC with a neck hey, brace. Hey, Fabe <laughs> Hey, Fabe. Um, boy, I, I just, I don't, you want to talk about guys, I don't know. I don't know how the Vince McMahon news uh, affects Happy Corbin. I have no idea. Oh, he was a Trips guy before he was a Vince guy. I just wonder if that means, does like he go back to being like, the big bad wolf. Yeah. Like, he can't be a bald wolf. He can't. But uh yeah, well, he could you? Who knows? He could be the Baron again. Like, can we give him back his normal name? Baron Corbin. I'll no. probably stay as happy Corbin for a while. God no. For a minute. Take, Take it away. Minute. Make May, him just unless Corbin. unless unless <laughs> No, Vin, Vince. <laughs> Vince Corbin. Vince from Gorilla <laughs> Two. That's Vince from Gorilla oh, Two. Yeah, Vince from Gorilla Two would be like, let's just name him happy. <laughs> yeah, that's a Vince move. <laughs> just happy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> But I'm picking McAfee because I still think WWE wants headlines and they want to highlight. McAfee will probably do some wild moonsault or jump off of something. So I'll pick McAfee to go over. It doesn't matter either way. McAfee's a made guy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think he needs it. That's why he needs it. Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Come on, man. <laughs> Theory's just never winning until he... I don't even know if he'll win when he cashes in. But this, he's not winning this. This is going to be a bad night for Theory. Theory wins this match. How? He gets the U.S. title back? Yep. Actually, you know what? Come to think of it and what I'm going to predict later, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, Theory's going to win the United States Championship. All right. No, I'm going to stick with life. Through, through weird, yep. you know, heelish ways. Maybe some more baby oil. I think oh, God. we see Roman send Paul Heyman a health kick. I, I think. That's a wild one. Yeah. That's uh, at the end of Raw. Or the first segment, where they super kicked the shit out of Theory. And Roman, like, leans the briefcase down on his chest. He's like, think about it. On Friday, do the right thing. And he said, when SummerSlam comes, do the right thing. I think they say, we give you this belt. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, we, we got an agreement here. I think he wins. Yeah. I, th I think if, there's any, if there was going to be any interference... It'd be the cost theory of the match. So he can't win the title. Interesting. 
No, then you're just pissing them off. My, and you cash um, in more likely. Yeah, but yeah. I, you, do you think right now <laughs> that Brock or Roman are worried about theory cashing in? No, no. In storyline, no. they're like, let that little bitch cash in. We're gonna fuck him up. Like that's the whole angle right now. So I just think Lashley's gonna retain one way or the other. It might be DQ, whatever. But I, I don't, I don't necessarily see. I'm all in for theory pinning Brock and Brock losing his shit and never coming back. You punch trips in the face through the curtain. Well, he wouldn't eat the pin, first of all. We'd have... Roman yeah. ain't. No, no, no. I'm just saying. If, if, if they was like... Uh, He's eating the pin by hook or by crook in this match, by the way. Who? Brock? Yeah. Well, oh, there's, he, no, there's no pin to eat. It's a last man, like, standing, yeah, last match. man standing match. But theory, Brock is that guy, even though people say, Brock do the, the job. If they were like, oh, yeah, Brock, you're going to win, and then you're going to lose the theory... Brock does what he wants. I've heard way too many stories about <laughs> matches happening and people saying, well, this is what was supposed to happen. Then Brock showed up and was like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. He just started throwing people around. He's that guy. <laughs> but Vince always gave him that reign, and yeah. that will never change. Like, Hunter was like, uh, theory's going over. <laughs> and Brock was like, not tonight, boy. And just throw him in the crowd or some shit and leave and be like, oh, you're stuck with whatever creator. Like, Brock would be the one <laughs> to leave with the titles like CM Punk. And take him to Vince. Yeah, it'd be like, yo, you come to my farm and get these. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> like, man, you can have. Can't even whoop him on real Monday, life. the Wink Eagle returns because Brock just took the other belts and went home, and Trips ain't going. It'd be a picture with him and Vince holding the belt. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? And Trips would be like, we have a new title. <laughs> just, just cause, fuck it. No one's going to get the belts from that, man. Um, it also, ain't worth it. Theory, I think, wins this. Who have auxiliary take if Theory does lose in cash. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, Usos versus Street Profits. Man. With Jeff Jarrett. This is dumb. Jeff Jarrett being the ref- It makes absolutely no sense. No, nah, I don't know why. Like, they were oh, like, well, it's because Nashville. Yeah, so what? Right? Like, you know what I want? What? You want Ric Flair to show up? No. <laughs> Give Jeff the guitar. No, of course he is. There's a guitar spot. He's got it. No, I need him to play himself to the ring. Oh, I thought about pressing somebody in the head with a guitar. I need Jeff Jarrett to sing. (laughs) That's it. We're in Nashville. Let him do a three-minute acoustic. uh, Like Cole. Yeah. Ooh, Cole, can you learn the song and perform it this week? We'll put it at the end of the pod. (laughs) Or do like YouTube exclusive. There you go. Uh, No, I've... um, yeah, I've I've actually I've been watching quite a bit of Jeff Jarrett lately uh, on awesome. on some uh, yeah really randomly uh, and uh, back in WCW he used to just be calling everybody slap nuts and yes. I just I just want I just want him to just be calling people slap nuts during the match. Oh, I love that. Yeah, bring it all back. This yeah. is dog. I don't care what y'all say. This is so stupid. Yeah, no, no. It's oh, it's dumb because I I can't figure out like what's the logic of Jeff. What's Jarrett? he doing here? Because they were like, oh well, Montez Ford's shoulder was up. At Money in the Bank, and then they ran that shit back with the Usos. Oh, the shoulders. We can call it down the middle. Jeff Jarrett. No, he can't. No, no, he's completely. <laughs> he literally picked like one of the most unreliable right. people. <laughs> like, no. when has when has anyone ever gone like that? Jeff Jarrett. That guy yeah. is an honest dude. Right down the middle. He's uh, gonna call it right now? down, yeah. right down the. It's not like a John fucking Cena, right? It's not like what are we doing here? You know, there are no baby faces available right. in the history of the company. <laughs> we're going to Jeff Jarrett. Right, we're going to get... But Jeff Jarrett has never swerved anyone, right. ever. So the fascinating thing about all this, I think I mentioned this with you, Kel, last week, is Jeff Jarrett showing up when he has, as, as Vince was gone. Like, Jarrett ran TNA. Yep. You think this was by accident that Jarrett is now just showing, like, he signed with the company. Like, he's still doing Ric Flair shit, but... Yeah, but... 
What are the odds if Vince shows up to that? Oh, I'd pop. <laughs> like, <laughs> just bought, he just bought a ticket? Yeah, and Vince just like, shows up. It. Yeah. Front row. He's like, you're going to die in the ring. I'll die watching you. It's like, <laughs> like it's just going to go together. Oh, Rick would fucking cry and hug Vince. It'd be like the crazy. Right. They oh, just peel out, roll out a coffin and put them both in <laughs> for the match. But I can't, I can't see the Usos losing this match. I need the Street Profits to win. I just can't see the Usos losing right now. It's a tough act to follow, too, because that match at Money in the Bank slapped. Yes, it did. That yes, match was match. by far and away match of the night. We're splitting the belts. How? I'm telling you, Usos are losing. We're doing a hard reset on everything. If Trips is in, you hard reset on everything. Usos lose the belts. Jeff Jarrett, by guitar, hit on one of the slap nuts. A baby face, Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. Ew. Joke on that. <laughs> Slap nuts. Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett in the history of, pro, of Jeff dude, in the history of pro wrestling, Jeff Jarrett has never been a good baby. Face. No, but no. you don't need him for one night in Nashville. Um, Bring it, on the guitar. I, you know what I initially thought when they first booked this match? I was like, mm, we're getting closer to splitting the Street Profits. Oh, I thought so, but I don't think so yet. I don't know if they'll do it now. No. But I feel like we there's they're getting closer with Montez's look and the way they, like there was like some little friction with those two. But I it think it still happen. I it think is. now we're gonna keep them together. Because one thing, you say what you want. One thing about Trips is he likes tag team wrestling. And you need tag teams to build yeah. a tag team division around. Um It's a so. rock and a hard place though. Yeah. But this particular situation is a rock and a hard place because Montez Ford is an oh, undeniable he's star. He's ready. There's yeah. like, but I, I think there's better. Dawkins ways is great now. too. Da- Dawkins yeah. is great, but Dawkins is he's in a tough spot yeah. if he's, he loses. I, I think there's better ways to build them now that you have cohesive, creative. At least you hope so. Yeah, to split them and then make Montez a, a star. In that, in that so, time. so you got the profits going over. I I want to see the profits win. I'm going to pick the Usos though because it just doesn't feel like the bloodline's time is up yet. I think I think the Usos are winning. I, you know what I I was just thinking as far as the Street Profits go, like if Te, if Montez Ford is going to be more challenging in like the main title picture, throw Dawkins over to Gunther. I think that could be really, really fun. No, I like I think like Dawkins, have 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 two two big boys duking it out. You know what that means? Dawkins could find a nice a nice role on the mid card. Yeah, he just gotta he just gotta find his character on his own. You know, like yeah. like what is your because Montez has his character. Oh, he's yes. Tag team like Dawkins. It's just like what are what is your thing? You know? Why like a worker's belt might be good for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, you bold prediction. Montez Ford wins Money in the Bank. Also, trips bring hey a year, a year early prediction. Mm-hmm. Also, if I got one, if I got if I got one request for Triple H, bring prominence back to those goddamn titles, please. Intercontinental title, United States, make yeah. them matter. Oh, I mean, yeah. make them matter. Listen, I know he's, it's an uphill battle, but make him out. I know matter. he's what eight time, nine time champion Triple H. That IC title still his baby, so he better do right by the IC title. That's the only reason he is where he is. He lived with that title. I mean, everybody, The Rock had it. Everybody, everybody had like it. he's gonna make that count again. You can only do so much at the main title picture because you got to put butts in seats. Yeah, it's not NXT. It's a, it's a lot different. You got to make it feel grand still at the top. Yeah, but you do a shitload under that. But at least, yeah, at least off to uh, like he has a good starting place with yeah. Gunther, who, by the way, is oh, yeah. not on this card. North American title in NXT no. was great. Like Johnny Gargano had it. Yep. Like all the like Keith. Ricochet. Like there was good Keith Lee. Like big name people. It felt big 
had that. Yeah. I think he'll be all right on the mid card. Indeed. Going forward. Um, let's see. Making sure I don't skip anything. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. This is an we, interesting one. We've talked about this. We talked about this with the Chief Heat. I'm still like, you haven't made me believe that Liv could beat Ronda. The hell is Ronda doing on Raw? I don't know. I don't know what Ronda's doing anyway. <laughs> right? Like, the promos are still bad, even though this past one on Raw wasn't, on SmackDown, wasn't as bad, but still bad. And it's like, you know, I'll shake your hand when you win. And I'm like, her in-ring spot was just ugly it, this week. It's, it's so weird because methodical. I feel like they want to put Liv over, but I'm going to have a hard time going, yeah, that makes sense. Liv's got to retain the title. Yeah. And, God damn, if they don't turn around to heel. Two roll-ups again. This will be this will be where we can tell whether Triple H has influence or not. If Ronda turns heel at SummerSlam, we're going to be like, all right. That's, that's the, the yeah. decision was made. And somebody had to talk to her. I'm going to go with Liv more. I can't being a heel, by the way. I, I don't know. Like, we haven't had a chance to find out. Oh, that first run? Loved when she turned here. But she she never really, she was a tweener. No, no. Well, I guess they put Charlotte in it. Yeah. She she was definitely a heel. But Liv's going. You can't take the title off of Liv. No, no, Liv. They love her. There's there's a lot of moving parts for these two women's matches. And I don't know where they're going, where where they could fall fall into. So, So immediately, when, while you were talking about that, the first name that came to mind as far as, I do believe Liv needs to win. How is she going to win? It's not going to be clean. It can't be. No. Right? They haven't established that. Right? Who are people that can come in? The first name that came to mind, as far as being a Triple H person, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Wing Shayna Baszler could pick this as, a, as like a move to like come in and like Ronda's going to win. And Shayna just starts beating the shit out of her. So that's one. There's another wild card, though, that I don't know which match she's going to factor into. But Bailey's coming back. Oh, I think yeah, Bailey's coming back Bailey in Nashville. Pop. Yeah, Bailey, there's going to be a Bailey pop if she's still ding dong hello heel Bailey. <laughs> you see her? When she, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. When she tweets about the Forbidden Door, oh, she saw Britt Baker tweet about. It, I was like, yeah. Well, Bailey walked through the Forbidden Door and she's like, ding dong. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's great. Bailey's Twitter is just it's it is top notch. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. It, it is top notch. No, 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 not at all. I, I I don't know where Bailey fits in. Whether it's because Bailey did have a storyline with Bianca before she got hurt. That's where she fits. So I feel like that that's that's more logical. So I'm gonna say Liv Morgan wins uh with a little assistance. Or or it's a DQ. That's could be I like that. There was the one I was talking about. This is the only yeah. this is the only match on the card that could go like could finish in a in a no fin- in yeah. a no finish. Real quick. It was not even a non finish. It is Rhonda keeps the ankle lock on too long while Liv has the ropes or some shit like that. And she gets DQ out of dr- aggression. There you go. It, and then that's Sha- Shayna maybe comes yeah. and saves the day. It, you know? Could could be or Shayna help, like or not. Look, Shayna and Rhonda just need to be a team. Uh, right yeah. people. That's oh, what they if need. If only they had titles for that. I know. What happened to him? <laughs> you know, and then Cora J threw him away. Has on, anyone, on has anyone checked your, check, hey, l- ladies and gentlemen, check your local dumpster. You <laughs> may have tag team titles. They might be NXT. They might be the, the women's ones on the main roster. Please check your dumpsters and uh, I'll call this toll free number. It's that, just reminding me. The screen. You think Trips is just sitting at the big ass desk with the T-Rex head behind him? <laughs> just like fucking methodically, just like. Mr. Burnsing it. I, like, mean, I wouldn't even want that. So happy. Is, is there is there there's definitely an episode of like something where like it's like getting it's like getting the, the boss's office. Like who gets yeah. the boss's office? I don't know. 
I probably want Steph. Trips just there's too many. There's too, ma- there's too much. There's too much. Yeah, there's too much dirt in this. Yeah, <laughs> that's got to get a deep, deep, deep clean. clean. Yeah. Deep clean. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, professional <laughs> cleaning. Anyways, um, all right. So we have Liv. Everyone has her retaining Bianca Belair versus B- Becky Lynch. Doug, you Bianca's can- winning. You're riding the wrongs of. All right, years. y'all. We can't. I wish it was eight seconds though. We can't. We can't. We can't do the. the we cannot walk out again. Can't do it again. Bianca's got to win. You'd be damn surprised if she does. If Becky wins again. No, there's we walk in protest. There is no way Bianca's losing this match. She can't. No, she just can't. Like everybody knows. Everybody in that company knows. It's just like, no, Vince Panic booked Becky to go over. Yep. And there's no like now that we're running it back, which is strange because then Rhea Ripley shows up on Raw. Right. In the Mysterio angle. And it's just like, that's the match everybody wants to see. But I'm fine with this because about three years ago I was like, I'm not sure about Becky Lynch's in ring. Her ring since she's returned oh, been has, a lot been, has been a lot. It has been great, actually. Yeah. And it, the, her character work has been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. So it's like, she's, her and Seth are the same person. They can lose and they're just fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, well, and this has got to be like the last time that these two run oh, yeah. into each other. Because, again, this was a WrestleMania match. Still currently, in my mind, women's match of the year. Um, and it's a great way if you're going to have a superstar. Bailey, yeah. Shake up. To get them the hell away from you. Yeah. Ding dong. But Bailey, if Hello. Ba- if Bailey was to show up here after this and was like, we got unfinished business, I'd be like, all right, cool. Just attack her. Beat her up. Yeah. Trips love attacks. I'm very like, curious. That's one thing. That's very NXT-ish. Someone will win and then get the shit beat the out of them. Yeah. Always a run-in. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> we all are agreeing here. Bianca's yeah. going over. Yeah, Bianca. Um, Logan Paul versus The Miz. This is very contingent on where they see Logan Paul in their immediate future. Right? Logan's new to this business. And I'm not, he's not Pat McAfee athletic, right? Not unathletic. He's not unathletic, but obviously. No, he's not an NFL. Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he could beat the Miz, but then what do you do with him? And I feel like Miz is in this weird spot now where he was once upon a time, was the really reality guy that everybody had to work with and teach him how to wrestle. But now Miz is that guy who's a solid hand. So Miz could lose a Logan Paul and be like, let's keep this program going. So it's on-the-job training, OJT, right? I, just, I feel like whatever happens, this feud's not over. I can't see Logan yeah, Paul moving on to something else because I feel like he's still got to learn. He hasn't done enough. So I'm going to say if Logan Paul wins, Miz hits him with them giant steel testicles. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they keep this thing going. Balls. Yeah. Um, um, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Kel. Sorry. I'll save mine for last. Okay. Okay. You, you guys on? Okay. I'm, I'm just going to simply say, um, I, I agree with you. I think program needs to extend because like Logan Paul's already at the final boss. Yeah. It's right. Like soon Logan Paul is the Miz straight up. Like this is, this is like, I, there's like nowhere for him to go past the Miz. So the Miz is the final boss. So like if you have him beat the Miz here now, where do you go? Where who else like what else are you gonna do with him? Like he needs to be an extended program here with the Miz. So I, I say, yeah, Miz wins or shenanigans. All right. I think it continues. I agree with both of you. Logan Paul wins. Champa turns on the Miz. Babyface Chompa? Super heel Chompa. Logan Paul turns heel because Logan Paul is not a babyface. 
Ooh, this is common. He planted Champa all along. You have these really elaborate. That's it. It's not that elaborate. He planted Champa all along. Uh, and Champa's been working for him. You know how this, you know how the, why Champa's this, not a baby face. You know why this match is a mistake? Why? Because there's three heels in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they act like Logan Paul isn't a heel. No. Right. The future of Logan Paul in this company or anywhere he is, is as a heel. You're absolutely right. I, but do you turn Miz babyface yes, again? Yes, yes. It never works. No, but he's like the big show. You could turn him babyface, you could turn heel. Like, for the sake of this program going forward, double turn. I, I, Give I it to me. Miz is babyface. I hate. Listen, he's going to be babyface. They got Miz and Mrs. season finale next week. Uh, I wish they oh, paid I me for they, that I promo. thought they had the season finale. Like a, a two-hour season finale. Oh, wow. I saw the commercial it, which is yesterday crazy. when I was watching Raw. This is the crazy thing about it. Miz is a... Miz is a heel, but that show works. That show is amazing. With him being like him yeah. being a heel, it's like, oh, he's endearing. But we we still want him as a heel. Yes. Yeah, they, he's teaching Maurice how to wrestle, and it's so cute and everything. Turn him face. Uh, no, I, I don't want to see. I him. need, I need, I need heel. They Logan they Paul. miscast this match, just like they've miscast Ronda Rousey. They miscast this match because they keep trying Logan out as again, a face. You got to fix it. Yeah, I, I don't even. And I don't Chompa, know if, if there's one thing about Triple H, and one thing about Champa. Motherfucker knows that Champa is sinister. I just don't know. He if, knows who Champa is. Like if Champa attacks the Miz, I think the crowd's gonna be like, "What? Wait, what? Who do we cheer?" This is a Nashville crowd. Logan, it's, not, it's not a New Logan York crowd. Logan and Champa dap it up. The crowd's still We've like been in it all along. Yeah, but the crowd's still like. Mm. So, when, so, when, so when Champa, so when so when so when Champa turns and then Johnny Gargano shows up, <laughs> what? <laughs> who said that? Let's do it. Who said that? Heel DIY. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Let's get I don't know crazy. You, I, don't know, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh my god! Logan Paul managing a heel DIY to the moon. <laughs> that's, that's too much. <laughs> let's, let's do that's it. That's too much. Let's do it. Um, oh my god! Now I'm so happy about that. The Mysterios versus the Judgment Day. This, I do not care about Mysterios. This. Just won and got the ass whooped. Though. Yeah, but that was I, a funny thing. I really Judgment Day is winning. Okay. Edge is coming back. Can we stop teasing this now? Everybody knows this edge. Yeah. And the He's judgment. He's out all the judgment. Yes. For being the shit out of him. Yeah. I just hope Edge got his like hair extensions or something. He cut his hair to be in this new faction that Yo. he made. And then they all turned on him. How what? fast does hair grow? You would know this more than us. It, this is taking a long time. <laughs> okay. This is taking a long time. He's going to need something. I need, whenever Edge leaves this company, whenever he retires again for good, I really need to hear about the story behind this. Because Edge came back to this company. They started, they started an angle at WrestleMania. They didn't end an angle. They started Judgment Day at WrestleMania. Yep. It was done in, in four weeks. I want to hear because it feels like, could be totally wrong here, feels like Vince came to Edge with something. Edge was like, I don't want to do that. You're out of your own, <laughs> your own group, bud. It's like, all right, pal. And then whatever happened, he was like, well, I got to come back again. Because it feels weird to reinvent Edge already because you just reinvented him. You gave him heel music. Yeah. You gave him the entrance. Like, what are we doing? He's got to come back in SummerSlam. And they he just gave to. that to Finn. <laughs> They're like, yo, Finn, hold this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, this is so... Con- this Judgment Day is a disaster. Yeah. Yes. They blew this. This could, We all looked at this when it happened. I was like, I hated they started it here. I wish it was started on Raw. But when they added Rhea Ripley, and I was like, oh, this, this faction is perfect for it. It's good. And then they blew it up. And I see Finn in it, and I was like, I don't care. And now you, the Mysterios? Look, how about... You want to, let's can can Dominic turn on Ray now? It's it's time. Oh <laughs> man, he had, he had a moment. He had a moment on Raw. Like that whole time, 
He's listening to his dad talk, and then he brings up Eddie Guerrero, and I was like, "That's Hit it, him. get him!" <laughs> and I, that also, that I'm also, yeah, that also would have been just the perfect Ray Mysterio uh, tribute. Because I here's the when I was watching it, like I thought the whole time I was like, "Wow, like they're just gonna let like Ray like have a good moment. He's not gonna get tossed around like a rag doll. Not putting a stretcher and tossed against the ring post. Lose He's not eye. gonna lose his eye. He's not gonna get his mask ripped <laughs> off. He's not out. gonna get tossed off of WWE HQ. <laughs> like this man has been. We've talked about it on many an occasion on this podcast. This man has been through the ringer, so it was nice for him to actually have like a moment of yeah. peace. And then he got his ass kicked backstage. But point being, they gave him his moment. And also, like, you could hear the entire crowd and internet just, like, cringe internally when, like, Ray was like, Dom, I know that when I retire, you're going to carry on the Mysterio legacy. Like, he's not ready. No. I'm not sure if he'll ever be ready. Yeah, we don't. Ray, nah. Ray, no, Ray you got 20 more years? It was, NXT. <laughs> NXT. It was like, funny seeing Aaliyah show up. And I was like, wait. Weren't you with Buddy Murphy last time we saw you? Yeah, <laughs> I think he actually tweeted something about that too. Really? Yeah, good. good They're for him. to fight over his custody. Yeah. And then Rhea Ripley. <laughs> it was the tweet. So I'm your poppy. Incredible. <laughs> so incredible. And then Rhea Ripley was wearing an "I'm your poppy" shirt too. Yeah. The oh, very mm, uh, long term booking. You know the long term yeah. booking. I mean uh, that that segment. You know they've they've at least salvaged some entertainment out of yeah. this. Yeah. But uh, this match needs to end and end quickly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, give me Dominic turning and Judgment Day winning. And I don't even know Edge, 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 edge returns. Yeah, edge has got to come back. Man. I bring him back into something more meaningful. Yes. And then Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. You, you missed one match oh, which really one? quickly. Uh, Riddle. Oh, Riddle. Riddle Seth, Seth freaking, freaking Rollins. Man, this match better slap. This better be match of night. Riddle's nuts, by the Let way. Let them wrestle. Like when we, when, when, because uh, you guys had run over to UFC by that point and they did the money in the bank. All of the crazy ass spots, all riddle. All riddle just throwing himself off of like the top of ladders through table, top of ladders to everybody in the ring. That dude's a crazy, he's fucking crazy. He got punched in the face for a living for quite some time. Yeah. Takes a lot of medicinals. (laughs) Matt, yeah, no, just hey, you know what? Here you go. Here's the Triple H era. You know, like he beats Rollins. He's like, you call me Matt. It could be riddled to win, though. Seth doesn't need to win. This would be a good spot Seth's for Seth to lo- win because God, he- Seth's lost, lost a lot. He has. A ton. I mean, sooner or later, he does have to win. I think he wins here. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, do you want to cool down Riddle? This fight might, this few might not be over either. Uh, These two could actually do well with, like, interesting stipulations and cages and all that okay. stuff. I feel like I could watch these two work for a while because it- it it didn't feel like this feud has really built any momentum yet. It's no. a really good feud on paper, and we're all looking at it like this could be great. And now we're here at SummerSlam. And was like, I don't necessarily they just want threw to the feud anything. together. Yeah, it's yeah. like let's 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 stretch this thing out. And in order to do that, I think the best thing to do is have Rollins go over. Yeah, they really fucked up not uh, turning Randy Orton. Yeah, well, then he got hurt. Like they waited too long. Yeah, well, I mean, which is should have been a come comeback. You can tell now that Orton's out for a while. Yeah. yeah, they're not even referencing him on TV anymore. No, whatever they found out, they were just like, Ugh. Yep. "Yeah, we're gonna have to split Riddle." They don't even talk about RK Bro anymore. Well, no, you know, so that hurts. Yeah. Hurts Riddle. Yeah, winner uh, Rollins. Rollins wins. <laughs> it's tremendous too. All right, yeah, you, I, you got. I'm stick with Riddle for contrarian sake. I yeah, I just I, I just want Riddle to just be crazy. 
then we have Roman Reigns. Yes. Brock Lesnar. In the words of Zaza Pachulia. Last man standing. Game seven! So, wait, before we predict this match, will it be good? Like, you know, like I hate seven, like, like seven I hate, star. I hate last man standing. <laughs> I hate them. You do hate them because the they're constantly like, asking. Yeah, well, not, they're not oh, asking. No, that's they, I quit. Man. They go run over to him. Was like one, two. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, dude, he just took a DDT. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> He's gonna get up. Yeah, and you gotta stop the action to do that count. And with two guys like this, when do you start to count? Because it can take a lot of punishment. It'll be a lot of shenanigans. From who? Usos. Oh, Sammy Zane. Oh, Sammy might. Yeah. Brock is in this very interesting position. Brock ain't winning. No, he was never gonna win. <laughs> like he was always yeah. gonna do the honors, right? And he was gonna be fine with that because he probably got paid a fat bag. He probably got paid a fat bag to show the SmackDown. He's got to lose because, dude, there's no way Roman's winning, losing this thing at this point. It feels like until WrestleMania. He's not. You got to split these belts up somehow. I don't know. Either you split them or you just have one champion that flows between brands. I mean, that's what they have now. But that's what they should. That's what they should always have. It's just that Roman disappeared for like two months and they were just doing nothing. Like, I'm totally fine with Roman truly unifying these titles and just saying I'm the champ. And, you know, you stay on your show, you stay on your show, and, you know, the best guys can fight me. I'm, that's what I'd like to see. But it, this match is like... I feel like they've booked this, obviously because Cody was hurt. Yeah. They're like, Brock, here's several million dollars. More, more money. More, you can buy more pigs and rifles and bazookas and whatever you do. To whatever he does. <laughs> and Brock was like, cool. And at some point, they were like, you know the WrestleMania match sucked, right? We got to fix that. Did it suck? It sucked. Oh, interesting. Remember well, how it, well, it, it ended abruptly? Oh, it did. But also, I believe Roman, Roman Shoulder... Got like messed yeah, up. Yeah, but that's but it's like it, it it wasn't a good match, right? For that kind of but that big of a match again, it wasn't that good. So now you have the stipulation. Roman wins. I I'm just trying to figure out what is the method that they're gonna keep Brock down. It's not he's not gonna be knocked out. No, you gotta like pin him with something. Yeah, they use the forklift. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or you do a bury him under something. Tables, yeah. yeah. No, no, he'll get up from table. Yeah. You have to throw a whole ass car on Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Something like that. Drive over. Yeah, like there's got to be some kind of wild. Because remember when Roman fought Kevin Owens and they handcuffed, handcuffed him. him? They tried everything with Kevin Owens. Yeah. You got to do more for Brock. Like Roman's not going to. That was a good ass match. It was. That was a good match. Yeah. <laughs> other than the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Owens is tremendous. Well, he's, he's he's fantastic. That's why when people say like you hate WWE, no, I love the talent there. Like Kevin Owens is spectacular. Oh, no. Did they just give up on Ezekiel? By the way. No. There's just one wall, right? He was well, he just, he, like, everything was supposed to, like, happen with uh, Kevin Owens, and then Kevin Owens got hurt. Now Vince McMahon's gone, so yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate Ezekiel. Hey, at least we got them both on screen together. So, sure, which you know, good, good for the brothers but, that are definitely two people. So, yeah, so, yes, prediction, Roman's going over. I don't think Theory's cashing in unless they're already tired of it and just want to get the briefcase off of them. I think Theory should hang on this thing for a while. He should. It'd be the best for him. I wouldn't be surprised. Again, how do you get him to beat any one of these guys? Because an unsuccessful cash-in is just like the worst shit you can have. It, it never ends up well. Like, that shit sucks. Theory's too good for that, to have an unsuccessful cash-in. So, unless he holds it, shout out to, I forgot who it was on Twitter. 
It's like, yo, they want to see him hold it to the day before next year's Money in the Bank. Just hold it the longest ever and cash in on, like, the SmackDown before next year's Money in the Bank. I was like, yo, that'd be hilarious. Especially if a guy like Cody has it or something, just cash in. You got one more day and they know it's coming, but they don't know where. That's funny. Good new angle. But I do think, again, for a hard reset, this is such a weird spot for Vince to leave and Trips to come in and, like, fuck. Like, none of this was his idea. So if you want a hard reset, he could win this. And I understand Brock doesn't want to take a pin from the young kid. Somebody going to have to take a pin from this kid. Because if you have a last man standing match, and for some reason you count, and what if neither of them gets up? Or what if you, what if you cash in while they're both down? That's what I'm saying. Like, what if they are both pinned under something? And Theory runs in, cashes in, and just has, like, Roman's arms up, like, outside of whatever they're pinned on, and just, like, throws one arm over him. All right, so let, let, let's workshop this, right? Roman does a spear off the ramp through some cha- tables, electricity, yeah. all the sparks. Yeah. You know, WWE does that Gaga shit, and everything yeah. explodes. Like that. And then Theory can jump in and be like, while he's counting, he's like, nope, stop the count, and pins him, and then he runs. Runs. That could happen. Yeah. Here's what I think is better, though, in my opinion. I think it could get very silly, but Theory will never cash in if one of those, those two are champions, but he will always tease it. I think for the next like, nine months, whenever he sees him vulnerable, he runs out and he's like, they get up, he's like, ah, never mind. And he just runs back and holds the briefcase for God until somebody loses the title. And he's like, all right, cool, now I can cash in. I want him to hold it. I think he could potentially, he's going to threaten somewhere in this match. He's going, he's going to have to threat. Yeah, I mean, that's... I just don't know if he actually hands the brief because he got to go through the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know if they'll actually They got to ring that. the bell. But either way, are you picking Roman to beat Brock? Yeah, Brock's not winning this. Okay. But you're picking... He just walked... If he was winning it for any reason, allegedly walking out last week ended that shit because you're a flight risk now. Well, don't, don't let the WWE marks on Twitter... Dirk Sheets got worked. Brock Lesnar uh, was always. <laughs> regard, listen, even if you are angry. They got a lot to say. If you are a little angsty, Trips is not giving you the belt. Yeah. Well, and it's his belt now to give. Well, it's Stephanie's belt. But, uh, uh, so we don't know. But you're picking Roman. I'm picking Roman. Are you, so you're, you're saying Theory's cashing in? No, I think Theory wins earlier in the night and Roman leaves with both of those belts. You got to split those somewhere else down the line. Hmm. All right, cool. You guys know I like to get wacky with this shit. Oh, yeah. I got something wacky for you. Oh, God. Okay. Gargano. Johnny Gargano comes down. Uh, <laughs> Theory cashes in on Bianca. What? <laughs> so, okay. All right. Hang, cash, hang, on hang, with, hang with me, America, because I've just thought of this on the spot. This is not like uh, the Cody Rhodes thing where I spent some time thinking about this. I even workshopped it with Dre, and Dre was like, wow, that was a pretty good idea. And immediately I was like, oh, I feel pretty smart. This one, I'm going to sound really dumb, guys, but here we go. <clears throat> All right. Match is going on. And as we know, as we've discussed as we watched WrestleMania, how do you protect a finisher? Well, you can, do it, one of two, you can do it one of two ways. You either... You either do the Kenny Omega thing and just nobody ever kicks out of your finisher ever and you protect the shit out of it or you protect him by only, by only uh, performing finishing maneuvers All be- match. because one of them's got to be enough, but you know, they're just both so strong. So 
We're going to be exchanging finishers here for a good 15 minutes or so. Um, until we start doing like shenanigan shit. Yeah. Needless to say, we're going to get to a point. They're going to do some crazy high spot and land on some tables, land on something. They're going to be both down. And the ref is going to count to 10. And neither of them is going to be getting up. They're both going to be counted out. Oh God. To which some, maybe Triple H, some authority figure comes out and decides, okay, the only fair result of this is that we split the belts. And they give one belt to Brock and they give one belt to Roman. But one of them stays down. I don't know who. I haven't thought this out this far. But one of them stays down and Theory cashes in. <laughs> and Theory wins one of the belts. They split the belts up here and Theory takes one of them. Book it! Book it! You know I know that Book shit it, you is cowards! crazy. I know it's crazy it. because I fucking love it. <laughs> like that's that's how you know like that's like the hottest of hot takes because I love that thing. <laughs> like if if I don't see that, come on on Saturday, I'm pissed. Hey, hey, Nick, Stephanie, I'm I'm taking phone calls. Not even, um, not even trip. I'm open. He's for, going above. Trips. I'm open for freelance work. Um, so you just call me. Thanks. I love that. Do the job, Brock. Dre, Dre, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Do the job, Brock. Do the job, Brock. It's what's best for business. Yeah, oh, that's man. all I got. All right, so that's I it. love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds amazing, Cole. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, a- so, a- so, so, so book that as not absolutely happening. But if it does, if it does, you knew it. Then all you, everyone. then all you WWE people going at me on Twitter. I got something for you right here. <laughs> right here, brother. Right Why here, did brother. you have beef on Twitter? Um, well, that's because of our of our next segment coming up, which I'll definitely explain more there as we talk about Ring of Honor and AEW. All right. Real quick short break because we got like 10, 15 minutes yeah. left. When we come back, we're going to talk about your beef. Real quick, talk about Ring of Honor. That's before this honor. Don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. All right, everyone, we are back. Quick 10, 15 minutes to wrap this up. We are talking Ring of Honor, death before dishonor that happened last Saturday night. Before we dive into the card and some of the things that happened, producer Cole, baby, hmm? you went, uh, went wrestling oh, viral. Oh, oh, do we, do we want to get into that now or do we, do we want to wait till we get to that, that no, match no, that no, provided? No. No, you want to get to it now? Right to meow. We are starting right. off with this. Why'd you piss off the rest of the Yeah, world? so, you know, I was just having a good time watching the show. You pissed off the WWE people. I like, pissed off the WWE sure. people. And it's something that we've actually referenced on the show before. Yes, we have. So, it was during the Samoa Joe and Jay Lethal match, which, by the way, was a very good match. It's very good. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but, you know, I was, just, I was just happy to see Joe performing. And, you know, I sent a tweet out with the appropriate amount of not context in which I didn't necessarily call anybody out. I didn't necessarily say good or bad to one. I didn't like distinguish enough. I didn't like create battle lines myself. Right. And I tweeted out a picture of Joe and the poncho at WrestleMania and said, just a reminder, like this was Joe just over a year ago. And in my mind and in my heart, I was just going like, he's come, he's come away. And now he's back to doing what he loves. Cause like 
at that point, you like you could argue that was definitely a low point in Samoa Joe's career. Like, yeah, he's dealing with a lot of injuries. He came back. He got hurt. He got COVID. He got the title strip. And yes, people were quick to remind me. Oh, he won the NXT title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. So you know, I've decided. Uh, you know, I could have replied to everybody individually, but I figured it would be nicer to reply to everybody in this nice $6 million studio that we have here uh, that I've run for over a year. So, uh, yeah, people out there, man, tribalism has, what are you, just ask yourself, what are you doing with your life, okay? <laughs> just, just think about this. Is WWE paying you? No. So why are you torturing people with, I was called some very creative things over the weekend. <laughs> it was called some very creative things. Um, why? What, what are you doing? Like, just, just, just look in a mirror and just go like, ask yourself, why is a picture of a man in a poncho making me this upset and really reevaluate what's going on in your life? Because there's gotta be some things here that you gotta figure out. Okay. So that's all I want to say is, is I'm concerned for you all. Okay. Just, I was just trying to enjoy some wrestling. Let me enjoy wrestling in peace. Never. No. And real quick, when people were talking about, well, Joe was commentating at WrestleMania. Well, it's not like he got, one, he didn't get a payday for it because you don't get paydays anymore. Two, it's like telling me, you're bringing water to the bench at the NBA Finals. Would you rather play? Of course I'd rather play. That's what I do is I play the sport. Like, I wrestle. I don't want to do commentary. People like, Joe was really good at commentary. If they thought he was so good at commentary, they wouldn't have taken him off. Yep. Yep. So... The whole point of your tweet, I got, I totally understood. Is like the man's back to doing what he loves. Yeah. And before that, he was standing in the rain in the poncho at WrestleMania. And people were like, at least he got on the show. Do you think that's exactly how Joe envisioned himself at WrestleMania? Oh, and then immediately, what what ended up happening? Like the thing is, is it started with like a couple of retweets, and then it exploded. It just kept going. Like people kept liking and retweeting the damn thing. Which, by the way, everyone kept claiming. All y'all claiming ratio. Y'all don't know what a ratio is, okay? Because you're putting on your comments, you're putting on your retweets saying ratio, and he took a big fat L when there was about 4,300 people who liked the thing. Did 4,300 people like your thing? No. Were there more comments than 4,300? No. So it's not a ratio. So learn Twitter. Spicy cold. Spicy Uh, (laughs) cold is right. You could be the third member of 2.0, by the way. That's my hell of a promo you got there. Sports. Entertainers. Entertainers. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get All through right. this card. All right. Anyways, I'm just saying. You know, this is my first experience with the tribalism of 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 wrestling Twitter. Welcome to my world. I, I I immediately texted you guys. I immediately texted <laughs> other other friends who deal with it on a day to day basis. Let me just say, I am uh, how how you guys deal with it. Like you guys are amazing. So just gonna say you that. Get used to it. Yeah, I mean, truly. Um, but yeah, you know what? Let's talk about the wrestling that was enjoyable. And who cares how many fans were in the goddamn let's arena? Because it was great wrestling. Let's talk about the, the match that wasn't enjoyable for me. The finish that I didn't want to see coming. Yeah. Claudio goes over on Jonathan Gresham in a match that lasted, I believe, was like 11 minutes. 11.30. For the ROH world title, Gresham doesn't even come out in his octopus mask. No Tully Blanchard. No heel tactics. This was, to me, this was a terrible botch. Now it comes out that Gresham had beef with Khan. They had a Supreme match. He asked for his release. Yeah, I'd ask for my release too. Like, I kept this title relevant when ROH wasn't here. When it collapsed. And I lose in a sub-15 minute match? Look, I'm happy Claudio got his, his title run, right? Like, that's great. 
But I think Gresham's earned a lot more than that. And I said the big that I said it like, like when we did the show. I said my big issue will be if Gresham drops this title. You had a, a chance to establish an identity of a new guy. It was a curtain jerker. Yeah. It opened the car. But and I thought because it was opening the car, I was like, oh, well, Gresham's definitely going over because why would you do a title switch in the yeah. in an early match? But I'm I'm so baffled by the heel turn that didn't play out in this match at all. It just makes me feel like could be totally wrong. That Gresham found out the finish of this match, didn't like it, and was just like, I'm just gonna go do the job. Like, yeah. Cause it, like, even if you watch the match, it was like, it was fine. It was cool. But it, it wasn't the match we thought we would have got. It wasn't a technical masterpiece. I mean, it was only 11 minutes. 11 minutes for your ROH title? I mean, the main event, hmm. 43 minutes. It, it was I a banger. I understand the stipulation and you need some, but like, there's other matches on here you probably could have took away from. I just, I, don't, I just don't get it. Claudio's a made guy. He's fine. You have a chance to establish Jonathan Gresham. And then the interview comes out the day before where he was like, why can't I just be the black guy who wrestles? Like, they, you know, white guys who wrestle, they don't need a character. They're just a white guy who wrestles. Why can't I just be the black guy who wrestles? Why do people say I need a character? Yeah. I, I love the Gresham, the octopus mask. I love the foundation thing. I just think it was a total miss to not establish it because – if that's the case, why did you even turn him heel? What was the point? I don't, again. This was a creative disaster. Yeah, they thought they had something. And then, like, oh, we have this new piece. And then it's just like, this piece is shinier. Again, Tony does a lot of things right. But he's going to see a lot of the things he criticized of Vince McMahon for are inevitable in some things. You can't make everyone happy. No, you yeah, you can't, yeah. And this is that case, like, and you just got to realize, like, do I risk alienating someone who is extremely talented like Jonathan Gresham for the sake of someone who has a bigger name and Claudio? And, And the last thing I'll say about this, from a marketing perspective, I get it. Right, I get it because you say, well, if Claudio's our ROH champion, it might be easier for us to sell pay-per-views. Yep. I get all those things. But I, me personally, I feel like if you're gonna, when they turn Gresham Hill, I was like, well, they got to put him over because he just turned him heel. It doesn't make sense. And now you can like establish a feud, have him chasing something. Now Claudio's just a champion. Yeah. And this show went off the air with Claudio coming back out with Wheeler Yuta, fast-forwarding a bit, basically challenging FTR. And I was like, wait, what are we doing? Because clearly now you're, you're telling me the ROH tag title is more important than the ROH Main title. world title. And I'm like... Because it headlined. It, and the it, champion is now going for Yeah, that. and your champ... I was like, dude, there are going to be a lot of people that say Claudia was the right decision. And I get what you're saying from a marketer's perspective. I just felt like you could have established Gresham as a true heel. And if you're going to have him with Blanchard, you could put that faction around him. Because every heel needs great protection. Because all those guys are monsters. Yeah. I, I just felt like they blew it. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you as far as like, yeah, this was, um, this is, this is unfortunate. Like this is yeah. for, for Gresham, for, for someone who's been holding on to this title as ring of honor has gone through destruction and revival. Right. Yep. You know, so I feel, I feel horrible for Gresham. Um, that said, if there's something that, that I feel like, I've learned from as far as how Tony Khan operates. If Tony Khan likes you, he likes you. 
He doesn't like you. He will let you know. Or, or, or you will find out in one way. Like, right. T- Tony Khan has a way of, I feel like, you know, he's, he's definitely very sympathetic of, of, you know, of, of everyone and their ideas. But if he doesn't like you, he will tell you that he just doesn't like you. Right. And sometimes the optics of that have gone very well against him. Yep. We've, we've talked about those cases on, yep. on the podcast before. And this is a case of, you know, I think, you know, there's an appreciation for the history of ring of honor. Clearly he, like he's, he bought ring of honor because he loves ring of honor. He knows that they, they craft the soon. It became very apparent that they were create the story that they, he wanted to craft was that Claudio had never won the big one. Right. The problem was, is that he had a guy in there with him that was not a Tony Khan guy. Just this is someone he, and this is the tricky part when you inherit a champion rather than getting to pick and choose this isn't Jericho hangman page, right? This is Gresham's got the title and you mix all those elements with it being a business decision because what's going to sell you a TV deal. What's going to sell you more pay-per-views An established star. People know Claudia. Yeah. They know him. Th- more there's than no, there is no argument in any circle that Jonathan Gresham is anywhere on the level of popularity and level of, no. of notoriety in wrestling than Claudio Castagnoli. So you have someone who can hold the banner as you try to sell some kind of television deal. And it sucks because Gresham is, is great. And he became collateral damage. Is he it, became collateral damage. Is it a problem real quick that there's so much merging and blending between AEW and ROH? Could be. Cause I look at Potentially. this. Yep. Claudio leaves the champion. Wheeler Yuta retains. William Regal is out three times right. during this. Now everyone in Blackpool Combat Club has a title. Except, except Daniel Brian. Bryan, who's injured. Right. Brian Danielson. Oh, excuse me. Brian Danielson, who's injured, and he's coming back. Yeah. And there's plenty more titles for him to collect somewhere if you want it. But they're all showing up on Dynamite with gold from different companies. It's a conflict of interest. Because now, and what I see and I can't dispute, like I'm not necessarily saying it but people who do i can't tell them that they're wrong just like roh is aw light it's it's just aw dark with a better history it's you go there but really it's just to build people for roh or excuse me for aw not enough make card titles in aw cool you can get this roh belt you're building a faction for aw just using a different company and alienating that entire company Time, time will certainly tell, yeah. and and by by no means do I mean to play the little play out card on, on you, but I think you are absolutely those criticisms are absolutely valid, and yeah. like that is a huge concern going forward as yeah. far as 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 them being separate. Yeah, because that's what you got to do. You got you have to separate these two companies at some point, right? Like you have to, in some way, shape, or form. Like Claudio, you're just going to be an RH. Some of you guys need to stay just over there. just stay over there. Or like, and when he's you, not. Right, but or right if you now. show up on AEW, it's like you show up on AEW as an ROH guy working an ROH guy for an ROH pay-per-view. Here, going back to Cole, what you said, and then we can move on. Um, Claudio never won the big one, but this wasn't the big one either. Nope. 11-minute match is not the big one for Claudio. Yeah, no. It didn't do him justice. But you know, you know who this does set up for a really cool title moment? Who? Eddie Kingston. For who? Claudio. Claudio. 
They got the beef. Oh, yeah. ROH beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if this is... Because, like, Eddie right now is running the... Like, Eddie Eddie's getting the, the Tommy Dreamer treatment right yeah. now. Like, he's getting in all these big matches. He's saying all the big stuff. You know, Jericho, I'm going to make you bleed and all that. Like, you know, all the stuff. But he keeps falling short. Well. Yeah, I can do that. Well. No matter. You need to establish it soon, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, like... Get to work. Again... That is now an AWA. No, 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 no. I, 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 I agree. No, I agree. But I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, sooner or later, yeah, I just want to. AW did very well with saying, okay, we'll, we're going to give the belt to Jericho, but we're, we're having quote unquote homegrown people in these routes, like in this picture. There's a fundamental issue. We need some who is homegrown ROH. Yeah. If that's the case. Yeah. Agreed. Or is homegrown ROH just lower level AEW? Right. We got, we got to get this distinction. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. Sooner, hopefully, hopefully or later. Um, and then we'll just speed through. There's some good matches, but um, on this card, but we're running out of time, so we got to talk FTR versus the Briscoes. I thought this was excellent. Thought it was great. I think, um, I think little, the, the Cash not Wheeler as good as last one, but no, this is very good. I think the, the Cash Wheeler table spot, the backdrop off. Oh, of the, oh my god. god, he barely made it. Yeah, I was like, Ooh. oh my god. I thought a lot of people said this was better than the first match. I didn't think so, but I thought I still thought it was really good. Yeah. FTR has basically sewn up like tag team of the year. There is no question. There is nobody getting in the way of No one's tag. catching. They, nope. they, they, it's just ridiculous how good they are. Yep. They're going to win a lot of end of the year awards. Yeah. They, they're a lot. They've had one of the best years I've just seen. Period. Top guys. Yep. I thought this match pretty much had it all. There was even, even the ref bump from the punch. And then he oh. shows up and he had like blood on his mouth. I was yeah, like, the ref got color? <laughs> And the uh, the the pile driver, the avalanche pile driver, to oh, finish it off, yep. the 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 um the big rig spot for FTR's first fall oh, yeah. with the slide through the legs, great. Like this match was great, um, but it feels like I I don't know exactly what this means for the Briscoes. They yep. just signed that long term deal. They clearly are a waste guys. I don't know what this means for them long term and. Is FTR just going to sh- keep showing up on ROH? I don't know what the future holds. I'm very curious, but there's this match was excellent. a lot of merging. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot um, going on here, but this, like, this was an excellent match. And again, I understand if you're trying to establish it for what it is. If your goal is a TV deal, then all right. But once you get it, then now what do we have? Yeah, yeah have all those guys drop the titles. <laughs> yeah, like, you got to keep doing that if that's what got you to the dance, right? Like, who is going to... Who are going to be the second ROH title champions under Tony Khan's reign? Like, are you going to move over someone who is less utilized on AEW? Are you going to sign original talent now under the ROH banner? They got enough talent. Where? <laughs> I mean, I mean, in AEW, I'm just saying, you take... You so take- now, are you taking the bottom of AEW and saying they're not good for our main shows, but they're good enough for oh. ROH? Right, or right, are right, you right. signing ROH Talent. Well, there's a difference. Well, I, but there's also a third factor in there, and that's the the cloudier roles. Like, where do you throw the people who are a little bit closer to the top in AEW? How do you mix? How how do you throw some of those in there and go? Okay, your your Ring of Honor does it need to be mixed constantly? My, no, but do you my, say your Ring of Honor for six months, your Ring of Honor for a year, and you're just Ring of Honor. Well, my point being, if you, if it's all lower AEW, then you make it the minor leagues. You don't want to do yeah. that. I think the, the counter to that is saying, well, we don't have re- weekly, so they got to show up in AEW. Yeah, but his goal is weekly. Eventually, yeah, but, they that, don't, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they don't have that yet, right? Yeah. So eventually, right now you're fine. If you get if you get a weekly, then you say, all right, Claudio, cool. 
I think there is an opportunity here to not make it look minor league because you do have a lot of talent that you're not even necessarily able to use, right? Like, you do have the Dante Martins and the Lee Moriarty's. You do have that younger talent that you can begin to establish on AEW television with the purpose of moving them to ROH. Yeah. So hopefully they do that. Like, I get the whole strategy I understand. It's like, well, we have to, like, Samoa Joe's an ROH guy. Yep. He randomly, he doesn't show up on AEW TV a lot. And when he does, it's all about ROH. So Lethal's an ROH guy. He's like, an ROH guy. Like ROH guy. They can do that right. It's just the, the Gresham thing is just going to, it's, Gonna stick in my side for a while because I just didn't like how that played out. But like when when yeah. Joe won, I was like, all right, cool. He's an ROH guy. Yep. He will show up and defend the ROH title on TV every now and then, and then he'll just like he's an ROH he's guy. Pay per view. I just I gotta we gotta figure out what everybody else is doing. Like, dude, Dalton Castle and the boys win the the six man tag. I was like, the fuck is going on here? I didn't even know they were still together. I didn't care. Castle's one of the Got biggest none of misses. Spots. No, nothing. There was no like debuts. There was nothing. nothing. It was. I thought it was a good show, but a lot of it was forgettable. Yeah. Right. It's. It felt like it was setting something up. Right. Which I guess, if you don't have weekly television, some of these pay per views have to establish storylines and be setups, yeah. right? Which kind of feels shitty because it's supposed to be the payoff of something. Yeah. Yeah. And even I don't know. I don't watch weekly New Japan. They make the pay-per-views feel like the end of something. Yeah. You know, you know what match really stuck out though? Deep versus uh Mercedes Martinez. Because it, it started off and I was like, this is all right. I like I like both these women, but I, is this gonna be good? And as the momentum kept going, I was like, this is a really fucking good match. And I was like, all right, both of you need to stay in ROH. Right? Yeah. Like Serena Deeb, you're at that point now, like, we don't need to see you in AEW. Like you can go to ROH and get it done. But other than that, like, this was a good show. Wasn't their best show. It, a lot of interest in the show. We had a great tag match. I was gonna say that wasn't the match that I thought you were gonna bring up. Which match? Because I thought the the obviously FTR Briscoes was match of the night. Yeah. Roosh Dragon Lee slapped. Yeah, that was about to say these two. They tried to kill themselves <laughs> that, this time. That match was awesome. <laughs> but that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. Is Roosh the next guy in line for Claudio? Roosh never lost that title. No, because they're making Roosh pretty prominent on AEW. But does that mean Andrade goes to ROH? Because he hasn't really been doing anything in AEW. Like, this is no. going to get so complicated. It is. But, like, just fantasy book for a minute. FTR versus Andrade and Roots for those tag titles. Mm. I'm interested in that. Me too. Maybe that's how you get it back over to the Briscoes, too. Maybe. I think one. I think Roots being signed, I think he's an ROH guy, man. Like, AEW's got a lot of people. And if they go weekly, they can completely put Andrade and Roosh over there. And I'd be like, all right, cool. Two guys who are established. Andrade has not hit his stride in AEW. No. He has an opportunity to really establish himself in ROH. Hell, he could challenge Samoa Joe for the TV title. And I'd be like, I'd be like, that's perfect. Believable. Booking. Yeah. Get him, but he both of them need to go there. Now. And 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 then it's a case of like stick to the party line. Yep. Until we incorporate a draft. And then we have uh, no, we have uh, so let's, let's we, then we have a pay per view where oh, um, you know there's a series of survival challenges <laughs> between, um, between, between the two company. between two brands. I'm going um, my water. Can we go now? And oh, God. and then and then then there's a, there's an angle where um, their TV deal goes and they invade. Okay. It's scary because you got like a they, direct line to Tony Khan. Turn the whole mic off. They invade. Uh, AW Pro, or it's the other way. Around. 
I, A W M Bates. Yeah. Bless our age. That's enough. Okay. Can we go, can we go now? Oh, uh, sorry. Christ. It's been a good. You got carried away. Clearly, Cole is losing his mind. Send, towards the, send the Twitter bots back at Cole. <laughs> send him back. Send him. Come on, man. Cole has lost his mind. That means Woo! it's time for the end of the show. We appreciate everyone. Thank you, long ass wrestling show, but it was great to sit down and talk everything that happened in pro wrestling. We'll be back on Thursday or Friday for you guys, talking boxing and MMA. UFC 277. Yes, UFC 277. A couple of boxing matches this weekend. Danny Garcia is coming back. Yeah, thank you. So we have to talk about that. Until then, we appreciate you all. Shout out to everyone at Blue Wire Studios, everyone in the booth, everyone here at the Wind Resort. You can follow us on social media. You guys know the handles, as always. Myself, the old man Andres Hale for Producer Gold. Baby, we out of here. Until next time, we're out. Peace. Baby.